The truth lives. Political bomb show, starring Rayshawn Blyden. This one is dedicated for all the workers that work nine to five. And you wanna party? Yeah. Hey, it's Friday. Let's party tonight. Party, baby. Friday, Friday. This is a pre-recorded edition of Political Bomb Show starring Rayshawn Blyden. Hi there, how are you? It's Friday. Happy to be alive, TGIF. Yes, sir, indeed. This year, Christmas falls on a Tuesday. Tuesday. So does New Year's, I believe. Not a great time to fall, but nonetheless, that's when it is. So anyway, I shall do my Christmas special on the 24th, which is will be pre-recorded as well. It will be pre-recorded. And um, New Year's Eve, I am very, 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 very happy for 19... For 19 I was about to say 1999. Where is my mind? For 2019, because I my status is going to change tremendously but with status change comes lots more responsibility and even tightening of the budget even further than I am now so I got my inspection report back and for the age of the house it's a very good report so I spoke with with Tom the super agent we're gonna ask for four things of one of which we, we know we're over asking, but we're going to ask anyway. But that's part of negotiating. Part of negotiating. So um, definitely going to have to, just like, you know, I got to say, doing these first-time homeowner classes really gets you in the mindset. I definitely suggest you doing so if you're going to be stepping into the arena of being a homeowner because I could see the training that I was that I got it's really coming into play I could use it in practical ways already you know and um one of the things they told us when we were were in um taking that course is that being a homeowner you have to save and put money aside because you have to remember if something breaks you're you can't call a landlord to say hey come fix this you are the owner so you got to take care of everything so you got to have money as put aside if you need to call a plumber in or whomever because and they can be very costly as you know or if your furnace goes and so these are things that you gotta really really um think about I'm definitely going to be putting aside though because it's an older furnace and as recommended I budget and put aside for when it fails because it will. Now, I don't want it to fail so I want to budget, find out, I'm going to research, see how much they cost, put aside for that. Once I got the money hopefully the old one is still running and then I'm going to have it replaced before it breaks. I don't want to wait until it breaks and it's a catastrophic mess. So that's how I'm going to tackle it. You know, so, um, but other than that, there's some cosmetic stuff that you should expect from an older house. And I will also have to put aside for those things. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to do everything all at once. I will tackle in my mind, I'll put it in order of importance. And then I will tackle it that way, you know, find professionals who would like to do what you call side jobs. And it won't cost me as much. But it's, um, So I will uh, definitely put aside for that as well. 
I mean, there's not much. I mean, some of the wood trimmings got to be replaced, so I don't want it to all rot out. So definitely want to repair that. So that'd be up there on the list to repair, as well as some of the spouting that's corroded. That definitely that's up there on the list as well. So there's a few things that's up there on the list. Paint job that's on the list as well. So and I'm definitely not not a handy guy around the house I'll tell you that I am not mechanically inclined I'm computer inclined but not mechanically inclined so I will not be attempting to paint myself I hate painting and it's well worth the money to have someone do it because I'm not doing it so all these things I'm gonna have to take into account put aside save 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 and save and won't be able to go out as much but that shouldn't be a problem because I don't go out that much and I don't I'm not I don't have you know I don't play video games like I used to so I don't I won't be wasting money on that obviously I don't have I don't well, what else I don't gamble to or go to the casino anymore so that's a plus I still drink some beer every now and then I could just cut back on that a little bit and um, there's other things I want to save for. For instance, uh, a bigger TV for the living room. Right now I have a 50 inch in the living room now. I want to go to at least a 65 or 70. And I'll take that 50 and then I'll put that to my bedroom. Only because, not because of the size of it, it's because it's not a 4K TV. So, and so even though there's not much 4k content out there I want to have the 4k TV so that's what that's that does need to be immediately done but I'd like to have that done before I have my house warming so you can have these we can have something to watch in the living room as far as and with as far as and um, furniture as well so it's just all right I'm telling I'm revealing way too much these vacation shows I just talk about personal stuff too much because I don't really want to do politics. Speaking of which, a little bit later in the segment, probably the last segment, I will tell you what I thought of Aquaman. Yes, I definitely went to see it. And I will tell you what I think I thought about it. Non-spoiler, of course. I will not give any spoilers because I don't like when people do that to me so I would not do that to you so Trump says I won't sign them bills without perfect border security we're not gonna get in depth to it I'm just giving you a headline there you can certainly look it up yourself you can certainly do that DOJ's clears Trump's acting AG to oversee Mueller's probe cool let's read this one let us read on about this one here. Okay. Ethics officials tell Whitaker he does not have to rescue himself. I mean, recuse. <laughs> rescue. He does not have to recuse himself. Good. Don't be like that idiot. Um, I forgot his name already. Jeff Sesson. Ethics officials at the Justice Department have told Acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker... He does not need to recuse himself from overseeing special counsel Robert Mueller, the donkey jackass, Russia investigation. The news network, fake news, CNN, attributed the information to an unnamed source who said Whitaker had consulted with ethics officials for advice. He reportedly has had ongoing talks with the officials since assuming the job in early November. Whitaker replaced Jeff Sessions, who had recused himself from the investigation. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein oversaw the probe after Sessions' recusal. Rosenstein is reportedly still managing the probe on a day-to-day -day basis. I don't understand how he's even able to do that. He's in the bag for Hillary. What the hell? Whitaker is expected to inform lawmakers of the advice from ethics officials on Thursday. 
in an interview with CNN Fake News in July of 2017, Whitaker had suggested the Mueller Pure, the Mueller Pure probe could not be starved of its resources by cutting the budget. So, low that his investigation grinds is almost halted, a halt, a halt, a halt, a halt, halted. I don't know that I care about this much anymore. I know I care more about the pebble in the shoe, the pebble in the shoe, the who, the who, the pebble in the shoe. Do you know what I mean when I say the pebble in the shoe? The pebble in the shoe, the everyday grind, everything, how I get food on the table, rent to pay, in my case next year mortgage to pay, and so on and so on that's all that's in my mind i can't think about anything else if you are on the verge or going through this process you will know that it is very 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 uh time consuming as well as it should be you're making an investment of your life after all remember that so i am like i didn't realize i accumulated so much garbage and junk so that's why that's why if you want to know that's how i've been spending my most of my vacation besides going to to home investig i mean uh home inspections and other things that's how i've been spending most of my time throwing junk out and so it's just myself and so it's very time consuming and there are flights of stairs involved so yeah gotta take my time i still i have i got a lot of it done i'll give give it pat myself on the back for that although i shouldn't have let it be up like that but uh throwing all that stuff out i still got some time to play with basically i'm not trying to be one of those guys who's gonna move and leave all the junk behind for the landlord to clear out i'm not trying to be that guy although i was that guy before but that is not me now i am not that guy now so yeah um let's see what else we got here i really don't want to open up my news feed because i'm not going to get into politics deep i really don't want to get into politics deep not in the least bit okay anything good anything good let's see here speaking i am excited though massachusetts they have this program where um where they uh, come in well, let me see let me find this uh with my report from from frank frank did a phenomenal phenomenal job phenomenal tom was absolutely right when when tom said he he is top not so top dog he said he wasn't kidding about top dog the the uh, report is is uh it's amazing it's a phenomenal job i mean he broke it down with what he felt that needs to be repaired in-depth report it, it's just amazing i okay here we go so uh energy let's see let's start off with this one let's see if this is the one massachusetts they have this program for homeowners or well, not this one massachusetts home inspection standards and practices he passed with flying colors so that's not the one i'm interested in. let's see energy 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 required handout blah 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 concern about rising energy cost okay yeah this is it concern about rising energy costs massive can help and i guess they have this program where they provide to me at no cost a home energy assessment to identify the energy savings improvements that are right for me and i was told about that and tom and and the agent me tom and frank they both told me that uh it's a real it's an excellent program basically they will come in there and change up all my my light bulbs to like leds and uh make an assessment of things that needs to be done and um so i'm looking forward to doing that i will definitely save this and call them and schedule uh a home energy audit definitely gonna do that now there was something else in there let's see if this is the one i'm not sure where uh let's see Mass save helping you get more value for your energy dollar taking simple steps um there was something that i saw um why am i not finding this hmm it was something to do to the to the effect of um wait a minute what's this Concerned about rising a no-cost assessment up to $2,000 towards the cost of a purchasing and installing a approved energy-saving measure. So this is pretty cool. I will get up to $2,000 to, uh, towards the cost of a purchase of installing approved energy-saving measures. So definitely uh, going to be calling them up and taking advantage of that. Um, there's something else. Um, 
I can't find it. Let me see. Let me open up my email. I, I thought I saved it. I really did. Um, let's see. Uh, let's look in my history. Look in my history. Oops. Don't look at my history. Just kidding. There's no point in there. How dare you? Okay. Um, da, da, da. Let's keep scrolling, 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 scrolling. You let me don't waste your time scrolling. Let me look and find it. I'll be right back. We wish you happy holidays, whoever you may be. Oh, so Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or heck, all three. We modernize these jingles for the massive bourgeoisie. Love the updated Christmas carol team. You'd better not judge, you'd better not hate, you'd better not bully or discriminate. Progressive Santa's coming to town. He's making a list of gluten-free foods. He won't take a peek at J-Law's new Progressive Santa's coming to town. He's 50 different races. And all for tax reform. He'll protect all your children. Well, as long as they've been born, you'd better watch out. Was too far? Okay. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, reindeer had an advantageous nose. He outlived his friends. He passed his bright red traits on. Traits on. Darwin said that's how it goes. Evolution's not a theory. Mary, did you know ding, 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 that your baby boy supports the NRA? Mary, did you know that your baby boy is white? Did you know? Deck the halls with coochie chuggle-ee-yo-ko-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa
I'd like a no-cost home energy assistant assessment, but then it also says here, I'd like to purchase a discounted smart thermostat and have it installed at no cost. So I am definitely doing both of them. There's no question about that. So I saved that in my LastPass vault. I've talked about LastPass before. I suggest whether or not you, you have the sharpest mind or not, you don't want to keep the same password for all your accounts. I've got so many accounts, it's just crazy to try to remember the password and it's also dangerous to have one universal password for all of them. So I use last last pass and basically it's uh it's a system that generates super crazy long password that will be impossible to even crack and not even you could remember them but when you go to a website, you simply just go to, for instance, you open up your LastPass vault and all of your things are in there, your credit karma or PayPal or whatever. You, you click on launch and it launches the, the website with it already open. You don't have to put anything in there. So it's, um, it's an awesome thing and it's also universal. It's on, on, in the App Store and Android and uh it's a it's a great great uh great help because it's secure it's more it's secured and you don't have to have the same password anymore where someone can hack it's going to be very hard to hack so um anyway i want to read this article i came across it says a famous rock star warns anti-trump musicians it says a member of a famous rock band KISS is warning anti-Trump musicians about becoming too political. According to Fox News, KISS legend Ace Freshly, Fre I'm sorry, I can't pronounce it, is opening up about why he thinks politics and music don't mix. In a new interview with the Juliet Unexpected Podcast via Loudwire, the 67-year-old guitarist revealed that he doesn't agree when entertainers jump on the bandwagon against our government. I hate politics. I don't like talking politics. And I don't think politics and music mix, said Freshly, who co-founded the iconic group in 1973. I really frown on musicians who get up on a platform and start talking about the president or complain about I just don't think it belongs. I'm an entertainer. He continued, there's no reason to bring up politics. Let me play my guitar and write songs and entertain people. That's my job. That's my job. I agree. I agree. Freely went on to discuss that regardless of politics, everyone should want President Trump to succeed for the good of the United States. But that's the problem. These people who don't like the president, they hate him so much that they would rather see the country fail than to see the president succeed. So it's not going to happen. And I should share this on my, let's share this on my um, feed. Put it on Twitter, my Twitter feed, Twitter, 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 Twitter. And put it on my political bomb show Facebook feed there okay so I absolutely agree I still want to set this appointment but I'm not ready for setting the appointment for the online schedule so let's not even look at it what else is in the news anything in the news uh, there was something I saw and I don't know where it is now hmm George Soros funding an awful plan to destroy Trump was even worse than anyone thought. Let's see. Let's read a little bit about this. Let's see. So, George Soros set out to destroy Donald Trump from day one. The liberal mega donor funneled millions to left-wing causes to help impeach the president. But his awful plan to take down Trump was even worse than anyone thought. Last fall, George Soros the douchebag, liberal rage mobs terrorized conservatives and Trump supporters in an effort to bully them over their support for the president. 
The goal was to convince them the price of supporting Trump was too high and they should renounce the president. One group organized Florida menaced Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi at a movie theater over the Trump administration's zero-tolerance border policy. Liberal thugs got right up in her face and shouted harassing threats. Many Americans wondered how these groups of leftist hooligans were able to organize and track down Trump supporters. The answer is easy. They were funded by George Soros. Organized Florida received a half a million dollars from George Soros Open Societies Foundation. The left-wing activist group that accosted Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi at the movie theater in June received a half a million dollars in 2017 from the organization funded by left-wing billionaire George Soros, documents obtained by the Daily Caller News Foundation revealed. Organized Florida, the group that hounded Bondi from the Flor from a Florida movie theater, received 500000 last year from the Open Society Policies Central Center. Okay, so we're not, I'm not surprised by that. Is anyone surprised by that? Because I ain't surprised by that. And if you're surprised by that, then you shouldn't be surprised by that. Because if you're surprised, okay, you get the hint. You get the hint. One judge gave Donald Trump some terrible news about Mueller when indict him next. Let's see, one judge gave Trump terrible news about Mueller he will indict next. Gave Donald Trump news about who Mueller will indict next. Who will he indict next? Let's see. Mueller, <clears throat> Mueller, Mueller the douchebag donkey ass rigged witch hunt is in its final stages but this is the phase of the fishing expedition where Mueller is at his most dangerous and one judge gave Donald Trump some bad news about who Mueller plans to indict next. Fox News legal analyst Judge Napolitano was interviewed by law and crime editor Dan Ab Abrams and the two discussed the Mueller probe. Napolitano shocked the audience by predicting that Mueller's next target for indictment would be Donald Trump Jr. So there you go. There you go. So I've spent some time of, with you today with my, the tail end of my vacation. So I need to get back to my vacation. CNN made a big mistake. That is seriously bad news for their network. Okay, let's not end yet. Let's end with this. This sounds like something that's Will make me happy. Come on, dun, 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 dun. come on, you know it. Will make me happy. What am I singing? What am I singing? Am I showing my age here? Am I showing my age here? I can't even think of the name of the song. Iron Man versus Captain America. Who's right? Uh, let's see. Avenger 4 Endgame leak. No time. You know, these things, they always suck you in by the headlines. And I'm like an idiot. Always go for them. Why Infinity War worked and Justice League failed. Best video doorbell 2018. I need to look at that. Jaw dropping horror movies that flew under the radar. Radar, radar, radar. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Mr. Blighted? Oh, I don't know what's wrong. I'm hungry. I think I'm hungry. I think I'm hungry. I know I'm hungry. I know I am. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Hmm. What? 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 Okay. Let's see. See if I can find this. I'm so excited for for Aquaman later today. Sing. 
It seems different than I remembered it. I thought it was supposed to be come on no 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 will make you happy. Uh, am I okay? This it sounded different to me. Uh, uh. Look, I knew it. Come on, get happy. So I don't know what version that was. That was not the one. Okay, this is the real one. I'm sorry, folks. Here we go. This is the one I remember. A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing. Yes. We'll make you happy. We have a dream. We go traveling together. We spread a little love and it will keep moving on. Something always happens whenever we're together. We get a happy feeling when we're singing a song. So what ha what was that other version? Was that that I definitely didn't know that one. All right, I got completely thrown off. I am like in Aquaman mode right now. Honestly, I am in Aquaman mode. Speaking of Aquaman mode, in case you guys are into it, let's see. Aquaman review, no spoilers, and Justice League. I'm in Aquaman mode. I am definitely Aquaman mode. I just want to hear this because like I said at the end of the show, I'm going to give you my assessment because as you know, I'm, I am about to see it very soon in a matter of hours. And so I will let you know at the end of the show, but let's listen to, to what they say here and see. No, you shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up Siri. I'm not talking to you, you fool. I'm sorry about that. I have to slap her a little bit. I am the protector of the deep. Hey everybody, it's Charlie. This is going to be my non-spoilery review of Aquaman. Also try to rank my favorite DCEU films at the end of the video too. Because okay, I don't want to hear about that stuff. Just get to the review already. About what the movie did, how it did it, and how it compares to the other DC movies so far. We're doing a new round of that IMAX ticket. Okay, he's talking too much. Uh, subscribing garbage stuff. He's trying to get to you. I'm not interested in that. I'll talk about the characters, how they changed the Aquaman character from previous incarnations during the Zack Snyder Justice League Batman v Superman because we have seen versions of Aquaman before in this universe but the Aquaman movie treats him in a very different way. Early on there were a lot of comparisons to the plot of the Black Panther movie where a king needs to take his throne but a brother or like a family member tries to take it from him so they have to do battle there's this journey of self-discovery and self-actualization as they become the true version of the comic book character within their own respective universe, DC Universe or the MCU. But really, that's where the comparison ends. Like, the Aquaman movie is so different from Black Panther, so it doesn't feel like it at all. Even though on a very basic surface level, if you try to tell someone the plot in less than five seconds, they might sound similar. Like, it is very, very different. It looks very different. The Aquaman movie felt a lot bigger. Like, it escalates to global scale much more quickly than the Black Panther movie did. And nowhere is that more evident than the big, huge action scenes. So one of the high points of the film was the way they treated the big action scenes because as you see from the trailers there could have been a couple potential problems like it does feel kind of formulaic the way that he has to battle his brother Ocean Master for the throne of Atlantis and if you've ever watched the animated movie or you read the comics obviously it was inspired a lot by that story. But James Wan and the fight choreographers did a really good job trying to turn their big, big battles into much more interesting affairs than, say, something like you would see at the end of the Wonder Woman movie, which was probably one of the weakest parts of that film. Most people talking about the movie are focusing on the tone and how it's so different from previous DC movies, and nowhere is that more evident than in Jason Momoa's character himself. They had started to get there a little bit with his character during Justice League. He does have a couple of funny moments, but mostly he's this background linebacker that just walks around looking badass in a really cool piece of armor with his Quindent. But you don't really get a sense for his personality till they're on the back of Batman's ship and they have that funny confessional scene where Aquaman sort of accidentally, but totally on purpose, puts the lasso of truth underneath him so he completely spills his guts to them. 
There was a big question about what Jason Momoa is going to feel like trying to carry a movie by himself. I will say, thankfully, he's a great version of Aquaman, and he can totally do this. I think there are a couple things they need to tweak for potential sequels, but if you've been watching the Chinese box office, like they released it in China a little while ago, and it's been doing gangbusters. So it sounds like what's going to happen is, is the international box office all by itself will guarantee a sequel. They've already started talking about that, but we can get into that when I talk about spoilers and Easter eggs. The movie itself does a great job of world building because it's all fresh territory like you've never really been to Atlantis but for a couple quick scenes during Justice League so obviously there are a lot of huge visual changes in the way they portray that James Wan himself said that when he started working on this a couple years ago while they were still ramping up on production for Justice League he said that Warner Brothers just let him do whatever he wanted. They're like, this is great. He obviously visited the set a lot when they were doing Batman v Superman and Justice League. So he had a chance to talk with Zack Snyder and the other filmmakers that were involved with those movies. But when it actually came time to writing and designing what everything was going to look and feel like, he just decided to do his own thing. One of the benefits being that there aren't really any times during the Aquaman movie when it steps on the toes of stuff that the other movies have done. There are bits of crossover, but without getting into spoilers, I'll say it's mostly an Easter egg level. So, like, it doesn't necessarily tell you what's going to be happening in a lot of these other DC movies because they have a lot of different filmmakers that are coming in and working on them. But the film is part of the DC universe. There are lots of points of connection, lots of references, characters talking about things that happened during the other movies. So this takes place after Justice League, if that wasn't clear. It's about a year after the events of Justice League, so a while has gone by. But obviously I know a lot of you want to know about the villains. Black Manta is a huge comic book character, big fan favorite. I feel like even though Ocean Master did a good job, I'll talk about him in a second, Black Manta, because he's potential sequel material was one of the best things about the film, even though he wasn't around as much as you would expect him to be. But one of the minor complaints that I had about the movie was some of the ways that they used pop songs during certain points. The actual original score was pretty good, like Aquaman has a great theme song, Black Manta's theme song was one of my favorites, so I'm really looking forward to what they do with him in the future of the universe. Obviously, he's fair game for any Aquaman sequels, but the actor teased that he could pop up in other DC movies too, so it'll just depend on what those other DC filmmakers want to do if they want to borrow the character, but I'm only expecting him right now in whatever the Aquaman sequel winds up being. There's a lot of talk about Jason Momoa's chemistry with Amber Heard. I feel like she actually did a pretty good job with Mira. There were a couple awkward moments with the two of them on screen together. If you watched any of the junket interviews that they've done, they've been posting a lot of them. They get a little awkward at times. There were moments in the movie that were just like that, where some of the jokes feel like they don't quite land between the two of them and they get a little too broad. But a lot of that you could fix with a little extra work on the script. Like one of the really big things that James Wan had to deal with is that somebody else actually cast his main leads, which usually most directors don't have to deal with. Like a director has a very specific vision for his movie, the way it looks, the way it feels, what the story is. One of the biggest parts of that is him finding the actors that he feels like most embody what he wants that vision to look like. True. And when you have main leads that somebody else cast, like Zack Snyder, you're trying to meld their vision with your vision. Because Jason Momoa is like the ultimate vision of what Zack Snyder thought that Aquaman was. Not necessarily other filmmakers. It also kind of happened with Spider-Man. Like Tom Holland, I think, has done a great job with Spider-Man. But the Russos cast him. Then when they got to Spider-Man Homecoming, the director of that movie, John Watts, just had to sort of fit Tom Holland into his vision for Spider-Man Homecoming instead of starting from scratch. But it went great for Spider-Man in the MCU. So I also feel like it worked. Okay, so you get the drift there. And I will, I will come back. I will come back and after these messages and tell you after Watson, Aquaman, my take... Now, you heard his take on it, non-spoiler. I'm going to give you my take on it, non-spoiler. And we will be right back.
It's the most wonderful time in eight years Yet some kids are protesting while Trump fans investing their time with good cheer Sing it's the most wonderful time in eight years It's the ha happiest voting season of all with each staff member, Trump picks Democrats up to their old tricks Just trashing them all But it's the ha happiest election season of all There'll be one party hosting all three branches toasting But how low now will the press go? They'll spin misguided stories trying to steal Trump's glory From a playbook written long, long ago it's the most wonderful time in eight years There'll be much more enjoyment, a lot less unemployment Cause Trump will be near It's the most wonderful time in eight years Hillary's Party's not hosting, they're no longer toasting Beyonce, Kanye, cop killers, racist in the Muslim Brotherhood They ignored true stories of Hillary who wasn't sorry for her crimes now and long ago Now it's the most wonderful time in eight years We'll deport all the criminals, taxes will be minimal, bad trade deals disappear. It's the most wonderful time, yes, the most wonderful time, oh, the most wonderful time in eight years.
this is going to be my non-spoiler Aquaman review. The theme song is from Aquaman, the movie of course. I went in with very, very high expectations. Because as you know, as of late I've been very disappointed with DC because they came up with, quite frankly, a pile of rubbish. And so I was very skeptical of how Aquaman was going to be. So, without any spoilers, I'm just going to break it down for you and let you know what I feel. For the storyline, it was solid. A solid, solid storyline. It really sucked me in. I could tell a movie is doing its job when it pulls me away from reality and I no longer think about reality. I am sucked into the world of in, in which they are they have there and it sucked me right into their world. I was right there. I felt everything. So on that the storyline was absolutely solid and the acting was great too some reviewers said that the chemistry between Aquaman and the leading lady wasn't that strong I could see some parts like some of the jokes where they felt like it was kind of forced but overall I felt that the chemistry was fine the jokes it didn't have too many jokes like for instance like like Thor Ragnarok that was just a hilarious comedy but this had some comedic parts but it was more to me action-packed with some jokes sprinkled in uh, the fighting sequences absolutely amazing the the choreography was excellent uh, what's his name uh, I can't Mantis was amazing definitely amazing and uh, it was just amazing I I can't really find much fault in it but I think the bar was set rather low quite frankly of all the other DC movies but honestly I'm gonna tell you right now usually when I go see a superhero movie if I really like it it gets an encore no question about it so the question is does Aquaman get an encore from me like Ragnarok did like Man of Steel did like like um, what do you call it um, Avengers Infinity War did like Wonder Woman did like so many other superheroes I could keep going and going that is the question you want to know I'm trying to think of some weaknesses some weaknesses some weaknesses hmm very I I don't know it's hard for me to think of weaknesses because I really liked it so much and it's it's hard for me to think of some weaknesses I like I mean if there was something I wish that that uh, they developed the story a little bit more from when he was a boy but I thought it moved along quite nicely it was a bit short it could have been a little bit longer but that would have made the movie back much longer so I was fine with that you know some of the forced jokes yeah I, I think that that would be a, a, a negative some of the forced jokes but that's about it I can't find any more negative about it this was hands down one of the best if not the best DC movies as of years it was that good I'm going to go see it again there's no question I'm going to go see it again 
the visuals of the underwater was was kind of was, was going to be a concern of mine. I didn't know how it would play out, how it would look. It looked amazing. It it really was amazing. So I implore you to go and see Aquaman. Go and see Aquaman. It was that good. It really was. That's it. Take care. Have a good weekend. t-shirts, silicone wristbands, and more? Simply follow us on Snapchat. Username is pbombshow.